Hi, welcome to Love to Homeschool podcast. I'm so glad I can be here again for part two with Melanie Ballard. Um, if you haven't had the chance to listen to part one, see if you can find the time to go back and listen to that. Melanie is such an amazing, inspirational woman and such a blessing in my life. Um, I would love to talk, Melanie, about um, Mom's Retreat. Melanie is the founder and director of a wonderful retreat called Mom's Retreat. Um, how I first heard about Mom's Retreat, one of my husband's cousins came to me and said, Jenny, you have got to go to Mom's Retreat. Any mom should go to Mom's Retreat. She said it was the best experience of her life. She just said every mom needs this. And so um, while Mom's Retreat has in the past been targeted towards homeschool moms, I think. Is that true, Melanie? Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, I think it is open to any mom who needs a boost. And um, I just wanted to talk to Melanie more about that. Melanie, welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be back and um, to be able to talk with you. This is my passion, my one of my favorite subjects I eat and live and breathe mom's retreat. So I'm very happy to share. How can I ask, how did mom's retreat get started? Well, I, uh, it got started with a firm determination that I would in no way be involved in doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had some really great friends that were running a homeschool networking group. And um, one of them sent out an email that said, we'd like to have a mom's retreat and we'd need a location. Does anybody have a good location? And I, I inside, I just kind of groaned when I read that because I knew I had a perfect location, a fabulous lodge that our stake, our LDS stake um, owned in Park City. Um, but I actually hesitated in responding because I knew that they would probably ask me to help. And I was firm and knew I did not want to spread myself anywhere, you know, th- any thinner than I already was. But this was a good friend of mine, so I did respond and said, I, I have a great place. And um, and she did ask, are you willing to help? <laughs> and um, I think I must have said something like, oh, I might, you know, something small maybe. But inside I was saying, no way, no way. But what happened is that I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. I would, I would sit there and I'd think, okay, well, how many women can we fit in the lodge? Okay, well, we can probably fit, you know, so many. And where would we put a speaker? And, oh, could we have multiple speakers? And where would you set up food? And how can we do this? And, and my mind just started racing with ideas. And with that, the excitement grew. And no one ever owned any bit of the mom's retreat except for me. I was never able to turn any of it over. Once I told about the location, then I just kept telling um, my friends, the ideas, and um, soon it was it was mine. So the first year, um, it, we just, I had 35 women come my very first time. And like I said, it's this lodge that is in Park City, and we'd scheduled it in April. And the last part to get up to the lodge is dirt roads. And I called two days before to just make sure we were all lined up and, and ready to go. And the caretakers there said, oh, yeah. Well, we're really excited, but um, the spring runoff has wiped out several places of the road. So you're just going to have to stick it in a four-wheel drive and rev it up and get through. (laughs) I said, 
I have 35 mothers coming in minivans. And she said, I don't know what you're going to do. And with two days, I had to find a new location. Now, I was charging $20 to come to this, and that included the lodging and two meals in your whole experience. (laughs) So to find somewhere else for $20 a person that included food and everything was, I I was, this was kind of scary. So I started calling people, and and this one woman that that first um, suggested the idea of having a mom's retreat, we were talking to her and she said, well, you know, we could sleep over in my parents' basement. <laughs> like we were 12 <laughs> and um, we're just going down this these avenues that had to be free. When somebody got wind that I was under this um, terrible situation and she called me and she said, I know a woman who's really great. And she, um, I, I ended up knowing her too. She was a friend of mine. And she said, she has really rich parents who are really nice. You call them, and they've got a big basement, and we can sleep there, I bet you. So I called her up and explained the situation and said, can we can we hold this retreat at your parents' house? And she said, just a minute, I'll give you a call back. And she called me back in about 15 minutes, and she said, my dad has just paid for all of you to stay in the Silver King Hotel in Park City. We have the penthouse there, and everyone got a fabulous room, every room, it was like a little apartment. They had a kitchen and a living little area with a fireplace. And the penthouse had a jacuzzi inside, and it was huge. And we could all meet there um, to gather for our meetings. And then everybody was able to go back and have little discussion groups and things in these individual rooms. And oh, sleep my well. goodness. <laughs> it was a miracle. Yeah. And I knew, I knew that this had to happen because it taught me that God cared about the mom's retreat. And that set the tone for the rest of the years. That was back in 2006. That was our first year. That was nine years ago. This will be our ninth year that we're holding. Um, and then, do you mind if I just keep going? No, about- <laughs> keep going. I love this. Just- so um, the next year, we did hold it at this lodge that I had wanted, but I moved it to the fall instead of the spring so that we wouldn't have the runoff and that we would be able to make it on these dirt roads. And it was a fabulous location. We um, The next year, we got 72 people. Um, and then after that, we um, we filled up three months in advance. And the year after that, we filled up three months in advance in two days. Um, and then we started getting scared <laughs> about how to handle registration. Um, so what we decided to do is that we decided to have a— um, with your registration, you send in a paper on that year's theme. And we didn't read the paper. They send it in snail mail at the time, um, handwritten, typed out, whatever, in a sealed envelope, and we never opened the envelope. We gave it back to them at the retreat. Um, and to show after after three months, maybe um, where they had come and what they could add to it. And it was a really great experience. But what that did, we, we had no idea how important that paper would be. We were really nervous about um, instigating that. But it, first of all, it changed who our attendees were, whether it was like, oh, should I spend the weekend shopping or should I just hang out at this retreat? Mm-hmm, I don't know. It, it said, if you want to come, um, you're actually willing to put in some work to prepare for your experience. Right. It adds a little depth. A, the, lot, a lot of depth. So we've even morphed it a little bit since then. And since we had this unique opportunity of knowing who our attendees were two and three months in advance, 
we started, so they would send in a paper with their registration, already thinking about that year's theme. And again, we never read them. These are just for their own um, experience. And then weekly, we send out little journal writings, again, about, about different aspects of the theme. So one year, our theme, well, let's see, I should backtrack a little bit, but one year, our theme was receiving revelation. And so um, every week, we'd send out just a little thought, a little quote, and a question that, that helps you introspect and and that you're supposed to write for 10 minutes. And it doesn't matter, even if you're just like, I don't know what I'm going to write right now, you just keep your pen moving for 10 minutes. And that's all we ask once a week. And again, no one knows, you know, you, you don't turn this in, this is completely for you. But what happens is that we have now 140 women coming with two to three months advanced preparation and power and inspiration with them, every single one. And then you bring them together and you have so much power and we give them opportunities to share with each other and to receive more inspiration and to come away truly filled. And we we just, we would not have come to that conclusion if we had not um, had this demand on being able to come, you know, fit right. and and so that has been fabulous. But let me just backtrack just a tiny bit. We, we started out as a non-denominational, just homeschooling mom's retreat. And for the first two years, we just talked. It was just hand to, how-tos, hands-on, how do you homeschool? Right. Um, we called it Mastering the Basics or the Key to Success. And then we had another—we we decided to get a new theme, and it was the power of mothers finding and fulfilling your mission. Um, and then we went on. It was, we had a patriotic theme, and then we had a— um, honoring our husbands one year, and um, one year, and every year people would say, why don't you just make this openly to your religion, which is the LDS religion, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, because we had so many people that were coming that were just of that religion. And I said, no, 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 I don't think that I have the authority to hold an event that is, um, that says we're LDS. You know, I, I, was, I was really nervous about it, and I kept saying no. So, um, but then I got myself into a pickle, and the theme for that year came strictly from um, an LDS piece of stri- a scripture, the Doctrine and Covenants, and there was no other reference in a Bible or anywhere else, and that was that was the place, and that was the theme. <laughs> I, I had no you choice. Just knew. Then. <laughs> it, yes, and I thought, oh no, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> So I called our church headquarters and asked for the publicity department, and I said, I want to host. I've been hosting. I want to host this event for moms, homeschoolers, that is catered to LDS women, and I want to advertise it that way. And I want to be above board. I want your permission. I want to make sure that I'm doing things well and that I'm not crazy and, you know, just someone that you talk about as being what you're fearful out there (laughs) So we started talking, and he and he gave all these situations, you know, and and I said, well, can I do this? And he's like, no. Can I do this? No. This? No. And I don't even remember what I suggested, but I just remember mm-hmm. getting this no, no, no. And um, I can't use the LDS name appropriately so because um, then they have to oversee it. I would need, he said, if you want, um, you would need to have your local priesthood leadership oversee the event. But— that just didn't feel quite right, nor would mm. I, do I know who would want to oversee that. <laughs> um, anyway, we found out. I, I said, well, can I say we're catered to our LDS audience, but we're 
um, not endorsed or sanctioned by the Church of Jesus Christ or Latter-day Saints in any way? He said, yes. Oh. And I went, yay. So from then on, we cater to an LDS audience, an LDS homeschool audience. But every year, we have found that our themes have been less about homeschooling how-to and more about the doctrines of Jesus Christ. And I think that's because the doctrine of Jesus Christ has the answer to all problems, even homeschooling problems and educational problems. And we found that that is absolutely true. So every year, we have more women come that are not homeschoolers. But um, they need to know that they're stepping into a homeschooling environment and that they are welcome and that we love them. Um, but that's going to be a lot of the conversation. Even though it's not in the theme, that's the conversation. And then right. um, we had to move to a new location. To um, We decided to move to a new location to adapt for more women. And now we are in separate little cabins. And we have two marvelous cabin mothers over each cabin. So you enter into this cute little family of mothers. <laughs> With two mothers nurturing you, and they are really powerful homeschooling um, powerhouses, really amazing women. There's a lot of power um, that comes from our cabin mothers. That's awesome. So what would a weekend look like at Mom's Retreat? Okay, so um, like I said, you would register um, well in advance. Um, we're completely nonprofit. We make no money off of anything. And that was one of the best decisions I had made too. I, I support other places that need to make money because then you have a quality product and event and things that, that you can depend on. But um, in this situation, it was a very good thing for me. Completely nonprofit. So you would register in advance for a, for our bare bones price and everything that you put into it, you get back monetarily and more. And then um, with a paper on the year's theme, this year in 2014, our theme happens to be Come Unto Me, My Yoke is Easy, and My Burden is Light. Um, and so you would write a paper on whatever came to mind on that theme. You don't, you don't have to polish it. No one reads it. And then um, weekly, like I said, leading up, you will be doing um, writings in your own journal. And then when you come to the retreat, you will connect with the women in your cabin, with your cabin mothers. Your cabin mothers will be able to share some of their genius. You'll have wonderful food that is catered to these really healthy people <laughs> with lots of different dietary restrictions and things. And we work really hard to nurture your body and soul. Um, and that also by the meals that we prepare. We have fabulous speakers. We've had people like Kenneth Cope, um, Carol Tuttle. This year we have Chris Williams who um, several years ago was in an accident with a drunk driver and uh, a teenage drunk driver, and it killed his pregnant wife and two children. And his um, he has gone on to um, develop a relationship with this boy in the accident and to be able to move on with a wonderful, happy life. He's remarried. And anyway, we're really excited about him. You can find out more about him on our website. Um, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful speakers. Um, but also time, again, to be able to connect. So we have uh, a time to be able to have discussion groups with the women in your cabin, time to associate with everyone else. We have an optional stargazing activity. We have an optional sunrise ascent. We're up in the mountains where you can connect with God and um, feel that very uh, strong and deep and clearly. Um, we have time for you to be able to have, um, we call it connecting, reflecting, connecting 
writing, connecting, reflecting, something like that. <laughs> writing, <laughs> reflecting, connecting, and time again to be able to write again and receive any more um, inspiration that you need. Well, about halfway through, I'd say about five years ago, we received the mission, the mission of the Moms Retreat. And that is to provide an environment for mothers to receive personal revelation on their God-given mission. And I want to say that that truly happens. Um, and it's not something that we can control. It's not something we can contrive, um, but it happens. And story after story has told us that it happens. And um, it's a very real, very real part of the retreat. So it's very exciting. So um, it's just one night. You come um, mid-afternoon Friday and you're home, or you get to leave mid-afternoon Saturday and um, you go home to your family really rejuvenated. You don't get to sleep very well. That's the one <laughs> problem. <laughs> Be prepared for not a great night's sleep. Um, I have, the, I think the greatest part of being involved with the mom's retreat is that I quickly saw that it had its own mission, its own personality, perhaps its own path, and that it was not mine. Um, it is, it is something that I've been able to jump onto and see, enjoy the ride and and find out where it's going, but I, I have not had a great um, vision of where it would go. It was it's its own entity, um, and it, I believe it's God's and that it's His path. And it's it's really been fun to find out. So um, it's successful because it's I believe it's God's event, not His only event, obviously, but it, it is His, and because of the amazing, wonderful women that helped me. I have um, two co-directors that are fabulous right now. It's uh, Tammy Michaelis and Kelly Paul, fabulous angelic women, and then a board of 12 other women. And they are just amazing. And they, we create magic um, as we're up there. I, I think the bis- biggest lesson, can I, can I end with this maybe? Um, the biggest lesson from the Moms Retreat that I have learned is that God loves His children and he loves his daughters, and he loves the women who homeschool. I'm not saying more than anyone else, but I know he loves them, and he's so grateful to them because I can feel it. And I have seen how he has poured his approval and love and help and power upon them. Um, I, I Just to prove that the mom's retreat is not successful because of me, but in spite of me, I had my oldest sister come and join me last year. I know it was an act of love from her. <laughs> She's not a homeschooler. Um, uh, and she, you know, this this wasn't her spot. She didn't fit it perfectly, but she came as a normal attendee. And I remember Friday night, she came up to me and she said, Melanie, this is really good. With <laughs> utter shock and amazement. <laughs> and I said, I know it is. And she said, how are you doing this? And I said, God helps me. And she, I, I don't even know that she's particularly powerfully religious. Um, I don't know how much she accepted that answer, to tell you the truth. But I think she saw that it obviously had to be something because she knows how I've functioned in the family and what I can accomplish in all the other areas all growing <laughs> up. And this was dramatically different. And that it is not— um, is not a product of Melanie Ballard. Um, it's a product of, of a much higher, higher source. Um, 
And again, the 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 response that we've had, the letters, the tears, um, is is very obvious that the success of the retreat is that these women are having opportunity to receive inspiration and revelation for themselves and for their children and on and every aspect of whatever other life, whatever concerns they come with. And and that the only person who has control over that is God and that He does He does come through. And it's very real and powerful. And so it's just a joy to be part of the Moms Retreat. And I hope that you will consider joining us sometime in the future. Yes, I can't wait to go to Moms Retreat. Oh, listening to your talk, talking, I just love, um, I, I know that I know all these moms that homeschool and it gets chaotic and there feels like there's not time for ourselves and to have that space created for us where we can go up and learn of our mission and feel and write and just have that time and space is such a miracle. I mean, I can just, I mean, as you're talking, I can just feel how it works. It just feels right, you know, and it, it feels like something that every mom could go up to and in the mountains and feel that great spirit and like it opens the doors to receive because you're away from distraction and the space is there and I just love it I'm so grateful that we could talk today so when is mom's retreat this year so this year it is August um 8th and 9th and it's in the Heber Valley and um, you can find out any information you need by going to momsretreat.org. Awesome. So thank you, Melanie. You're welcome. Uh, registration. Oh, I should tell you, registration opens April 2nd, I think. Okay. Um, so that may, are, that may already be open by the time you're listening to this. Um, but if it is, go ahead and hop on yeah. momsretreat.org. Correct. And check it out. Um I can't wait to meet you all there at Mom's Retreat. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) That's great. Thank you so much, Melanie. Thank you, Jenny. Bye-bye.